0: Content may not be appropriate for all audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Hey there. This is Katie. This is one of our first couple episodes where we were still trying to figure out our flow and how we were going to do this and it took us like a million years to come up with an outro line. That's true. So <laughs> be nice. I know it's awkward because we are awkward people, but we get the hang of it. It gets better, I promise.
1: Plus, if you're looking for normal, you came to the wrong spot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> What VTF are you talking about? The podcast where we don't know what we're talking about until you do.
1: I'm Katie. And I'm Decker.
0: And we are here to ask each other, what the fuck are you talking about? So here's how this is going to work. We've got six categories of topics, and the <laughs> topic of the next episode is going to be determined by the role of a die. That's right. So mm-hmm. we have the six categories correspond to numbers two through seven on an eight-sided die and that will make sense when I explain this. (laughs) So the categories we have, we've got true crime, paranormal, history and education, science, entertainment, and current events. So that's two through seven. If you roll a one, then you will roll a six-sided die for those same categories With the caveat that what you do has to be local. So that is within Idaho, which is where we are, making it local, or any state bordering Idaho. Canada is not a state. We won't be talking about Canada at this moment.
1: What Um, if I roll an eight, though?
0: If you roll an eight, then you get to pick your category. It's like a wild card. Nice. Okay. So we rolled for this previously as this is the first episode we'd not have a previous episode to roll at the end of. If
1: you want that recording, we don't have it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did take a picture. That's true, yeah. We can prove that this happened. Um well, let's let's dig into this. Decker, what the fuck are you talking
1: about? That's a great question. I so I've been thinking about this for a long time since before I went on my trip. Uh and I know what you're thinking, Decker, are you going to talk about the Pathfinder playtest? No, I'm not. It's <laughs> was like, you've heard enough about that.
0: So was your was your category entertainment? My category okay. was entertainment.
1: And I was torn because there's a lot of new things coming out, and I wasn't sure what would be really fun to talk about. And then I forgot that there had been a recent announcement made about one of my favorite games actually coming to the Switch that I love, that I played nonstop for weeks, even after I beat it. And that is a game called Undertale. Oh. Right. And I know I have several friends who have not played it, and it breaks my heart. Have you ever played Undertale? I have not. Have Have you seen anything about Undertale? I
0: think I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I'm fairly certain that John, uh, who is my husband, that I am married to, because that's what husband means. Um, Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fairly certain that John has played it, and I believe I have watched it. Or I have made that up entirely, and I have just watched someone on YouTube play it.
1: Right, so there are a lot of people that have done a lot, ton of Let's Plays about it. Not a lot has changed with the game, so to speak. But let me, um, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Uh, and then I'll also tell you why I'm really excited for it coming to the Switch. But yeah, so Undertale. Undertale is an um, indie game that was developed by a uh, creator named Toby Fox. He had done a lot of different games, or, or ROM hacks, so to speak, based on the game of Earthbound. Do you know what Earthbound is? mm Okay, Earthbound is a game that came out on the Super Nintendo, otherwise known as, I believe, Mother 2. There's a Mother 1, that I can talk about that one later. (laughs) But what it is, is it's basically a concept of a kid going, uh, he finds an alien, there's a whole bunch of time stuff that happens, he meets up with friends and basically has to fight this alien entity that's trying to take over the world. That's Earthbound though. Um, Toby created a ROM hack of this, it's a Halloween ROM hack. I don't know where it's located at, but if I do find it, I will f- put it in the description somewhere, as long as it's not gonna, you know, do anything Illegal. <laughs> right, that thing. Um, but he created this ROM hack that had to do with a more twisted version of Earthbound. I believe it had to do with a couple of different characters, and it has a lot of enemies in there that are kind of similar to the ones that he has in this current game. So. He first pitched this, I believe it was on Kickstarter, or it was some sort of indie like GoFundMe kind of thing. And originally he was looking to get like five grand to get the project started from what I found. I just double-checked this on Wiki. Um, and then he ended up getting a ton of funding. I think he got over a thousand percent of what he needed originally. So he got a good amount of funding and he created this project. So Undertale is the story about this kid who has no name. He... Falls into a hole that leads him to, um, I guess if like you play like, d and or anything like that, it'd be like, considered the Underdark <laughs> kind of thing. And uh, he wakes up and he's introduced to some fairly interesting characters. He, he runs into a flower who's named Flowey, both equally cute and extremely disturbing. I don't want to get too much into that because it would spoil some stuff. Uh, but he's not the friendliest of flowers um it sounds I, a lot like they were just like howie howie, howie flowy right <laughs> um and then you uh you run to other lovely characters like you have a character named toriel who i didn't pick up on this until someone mentioned it but because it's teaching you everything
0: i was just going to ask if they teach you how to play the yeah, game yeah it's
1: tutorial right right and, well, and then it's well done with that and, and toby does a lot of fun puns and like humor kind of stuff Like, almost like to the cringe humor kind of thing. it makes it cute, because this is a game that I feel... I don't... I'm sure there were other games that did this, but none were nearly as um, popularized or successful as it, where you can play the game either killing enemies or not. And each one of them rewards you with different paths. So you can choose to, if there's a monster that comes your way, you can choose to either fight it and kill it, or you can choose to not kill it and kind of go more of a pacifist route... You can choose to either spare them, or you could strike up a conversation on combat. So, like someone could hit you, right? And you could be like, "No, I want to give you a compliment." <laughs> and it's cool because certain enemies require different kinds of actions, is what they're called. So, you can choose to just spare them, or to, to to flirt with them. There's a slime that's adorable, and you can choose to imitate it. And what you it says in the description that you lay down and try to wiggle. Oh my god! And then and then <laughs> the, and then the slime wiggles, and there's like a. Parentheses thing that says wiggle sexily. Oh it's God. just really silly because this like, wasn't
0: supposed to be a children's game, was it?
1: No, no, this was a children's game, oh, but no. it's, it's just being cutesy, though. Like the whole point of it is like, it's it's not trying to be sexy, but it's just like, I, I, I want to say it's like a, uh, an adult's game that's built with like a childish heart.
0: Okay, that makes because that's it, a little because it, it does
1: get like if you play certain ways, it, it will get really freaking dark, um, to the point where like the audio will change because in some places it's really cheery, right? But at the same time, if you go off killing things, like the, the audio might change, it might become more intense. It might get really quiet, right? And so there's a lot of cool things with it and you'll run new characters along the way. And just, it's really fun to strike up the different conversations because I was just just trying to get back in the field. I was playing the game again today, actually, kind of blitzing through it. And I ran into something I hadn't seen before. And I've played this game, I want to say, like, maybe half a dozen times, easily enough, like, going through multiple playthroughs, and it has to do with, there's this, um, people that were on Reddit and did coding and stuff, they, they found, like, there was this, like, fun number. It's a randomly generated number, and it causes certain events to trigger. Like, I'd just done a puzzle against a character named Papyrus, um, and I went to go walk back, and I saw Flowey for a split second before he disappeared, and I've never seen him ever in that spot of the game. In any of my other playthroughs. I was like, that's kind of freaky. And, and there's other fun things like that. There's little puzzles that, there's like a piano puzzle that rewards you with like an ancient artifact, but then it does something silly with that artifact. I and mean, it like plays certain things up to be like really powerful. And then it kind of like throws them away. It's also like making fun of games with gimmicks that try to make you like really strong, so to speak, or trying to make you really aggressive. And it plays... T- when you play both things, you can either really empathize with a lot of the character's attributes that are trying to kill you, or you can also like kind of go away with that. And either way, it's very rewarding. So um, other than that kind of play style, Toby hasn't released anything new that I know of. I do know that, so the game is coming to Switch in September is what I saw.
0: I have seen it in the like coming soon section of the Nintendo eStore.
1: Right. And there's collectible versions that are coming out. Um, like the new collectible version for like the PS4 or like those, uh, the uh, Switch is going to be uh, like there's a locket that actually plays one of the songs in there. That's just like it's a nice light hearted song um, like a lullaby. And you can get like figurines and stuff like that. In terms of like, Easter eggs or DLC, nothing really crazy with that. Um, he, he has mentioned about possibly making a hard mode, but I think that that was more like poking fun at people that try to, you know, like with like FNAF and certain games like that, where they go so deep into the game, where they have to complete everything. He kind of, I think it might be more of a uh, kind of like a parody, kind of like, mm. haha, like it might be coming, but probably won't be. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I think the thing that I love the most about the game is the music i really love the music in fact i have the music on my computer i've downloaded several different variations of it by different artists because it can be very heartfelt or really intense in fact one of the most uh popularized ones of this uh it's called it's called me it was in his rom hack a slightly different version of it and it's way more intense in this game when oh, really? like you fight certain uh, fight a certain enemy in there so yeah hmm. So, I just found it really intriguing, because, like, if you play, like, uh, open world RPGs and stuff, there's not, most of the time when you go to fight enemies, like, in Fallout... Fallout 4, you can't just go around not killing people. I mean, I, there was a no, guy, I guess No, you won't be killed. Right, I think there was a guy who went through the game without killing a certain thing. Just on, well, good for him. Right, <laughs> I don't know how the heck he pulled it off, because uh-uh. you can't reason with the death claw, but... Uh, <laughs> a, rad ro- a rad roach
0: doesn't want your compliments, right? like, they just want to
1: eat you. for <laughs> a sexy wiggle. I, oh god, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, I, I I feel like it's opened up certain games now to... Be more versatile with how they play. It doesn't always have to be about attacking someone. Um, like, I mean, this isn't a great example, but there's like, uh, uh, what was it Deus Ex? That like you can do more stealth, right? I mean, that's still you had a lot of combat, but games now are branching out to you can play whatever playstyle you want, and the game will still give you experience that you desire. Right. That, for me, is really exciting, because this is the game that came out, oh gosh, a couple of years ago, I want to say. I
0: like how you checked your watch. I, like, know, I know. This game yeah, came out me, five let minutes ago. I
1: me go to my calendar, and I can scroll and back. And eight years. Uh, I think it was 2014, 2015, somewhere around there, because I feel like, it may have come out earlier. Yeah, because I, I remember I know watched on Game Grumps, originally, who Ross does a great papyrus voice. <laughs> um, But... Yeah, I think it was around then. But it's only been out for a couple of years, and it's still really cheap. Now, the thing is, on the consoles, it's going to be more expensive. It looks like it's going to be, I think I saw around 60 bucks. That
0: For right now, for 40. Switch games, that's pretty much what everything is coming out at. Right. It's like right at $59.99, which is
1: okay. To be fair, I though, think. this is a game on Steam that is still priced at the value that I got it at, which was $10. And
0: then I... F- I wanna say I've seen it on Steam sales multiple times because I I think it's in my like my wish list. So Uh I keep getting emails about things that are on sale and like I have to be real careful and avoid the like steam summer sale, otherwise it will take all my money. But I am pretty sure that I've seen it on there multiple times for a sale.
1: Actually it's looking more priced at thirty bucks right now. Okay so that's good and i mean you can get like other things like art books and stuff like that i i know personally i'm bummed that there hasn't been another game that's come out that i know of from toby fox but if that ever happens i know i will immediately (laughs) pick it up and actually for those that are listening uh, i was trying to look up another game that's similar to it if you have already played it i found one it's called one shot same around the same price ten bucks and it looks like it's more Honestly. puzzle-driven. On Steam, yeah. I'm not sure if it's available anywhere else. But I know it's on Steam, um, and it's more puzzle-driven, and it looks like it still has kind of, like, it's more dark, I feel like, possibly, because according to this one story, it has to do with, like, b- restoring a sun that's been long dead. So it sounds more post-apocalyptic, but I'm not sure if it gets darker, gruesome, so to speak, because I haven't played it, but I was just looking up similar games. So for those of you that have already played it, there might be something hopefully similar down that mm-hmm. alley. Yeah, but it's one of my favorite games by far, just not because of the characters, because I, I love every single character. There isn't a character I hate at all on there. Each one of them I love. Um, and then the music, like Toby Fox did a brilliant job with that music, because I just, I'm in love with it. I'll listen to it. I can listen to that album all day, every day. So
0: I think it's interesting how important music is for things, and how music can like make or break it. Because like I've been talking with friends about the Twilight movies mm-hmm. and how they're not good. Uh, sorry if you like them, but they're not. But they have phenomenal scores.
1: Like like the baseball scene. Are you thinking about like like or wh- what? With what? That in the very first movie, there's a where they play baseball out in the field. Oh
0: no, the scores for all of those movies are beautiful. Okay, I've like, never
1: finished it. I got through three. And... I'm
0: fairly certain I have most of the movies but i know i have the scores for all of them
1: actually i think after breaking dawn part 1 i never watched breaking dawn part 2 i don't
0: think i even watched i think breaking after dawn. the
1: i think after the imprinting whole scenario i think i was kind of out of it that's cuz i used to watch it with a friend and we we'd go there explicitly just to have fun with the movie um but yeah. oh another thing i know i didn't even mention like some of the mechanics other than like the acting it's also kind of so much like a bullet hell kind of thing not because it's because it can get really freaking hard, but what it does is after you, if you decide to do an action, then the enemies get attack you, but you actively can dodge out of the way. So it's cool because you can do an action, and it's like old school. You actually like, get to react. Like NES, think of, like, oh gosh, there might have been something on the computer where like you'd walk through a dungeon, a battle would show up, and like the sprites are completely still, and you'd say you do an action. Like, not even like Final Fantasy, we're talking about, like, just you're not even on the screen, and you just see an enemy, mm-hmm. and you choose to do an action. But then after that the enemies are still on the screen and like in a box you can choose to dodge all the projectiles and stuff. So oh, you can that's easily cool. yeah, right? So it's it, it's interactive too when something's happening against you. So it's kind of fun. But yeah. That was that was what the fuck I was going to talk about today.
0: <laughs> going back into it. Um... Right. No
1: commercial breaks, right? <laughs> we are sponsored by social. No right now. Right now.
0: <laughs> If you want to give us money, we'll figure that out at some point eventually. Right.
1: But it's a thought that counts, so we appreciate your thoughts.
0: <laughs> All right. So, go ahead and ask me the question.
1: Right. So, Katie, WTF, are you talking about?
0: So, I I actually rolled an 8. And I got a wild, so I got to choose what I was going to talk
1: right. about. Right.
0: <laughs> I remember that. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. And I had a difficult time choosing between two categories... Um, so my wheelhouse is definitely going to be, like, true crime, paranormal, history, education. Right. Um, and I had a really difficult time trying to choose between true crime and paranormal, so I ended up rolling a four-sided die, and that is how I ended up with paranormal.
1: I was like, true paranormal? (laughs) (laughs) uh <laughs> so
0: today i am going to be telling you about the catacombs of paris nice okay which this was super fun to look into because i like i feel like i knew like vaguely about it like i had the gist of it but like there's there's some cool history there
1: question already yes. is that a honeymoon spot
0: i would not recommend it
1: <laughs> really darn it although Like, <laughs> should up the book it
0: I'm, okay, hold on. I guess what do you mean? Like, would that be a fun activity to do on your honeymoon? Or, like, should you stay in the catacombs on your honeymoon?
1: Right. I wasn't mentioning long term <laughs> stay because I i mean, no one should be in a catacomb for prolonged periods Unless of time. Unless they're dead. Right. Then that's their <laughs> new home. But yeah, no, more like, do you want to go for a fun visit? Let's go for a nice leisurely stroll in a catacomb. I absolutely would. <laughs> I know you
0: would. Um, <laughs> I might not be the best, like, litmus test of.
1: Like litmus test, we got to touch the pH of this. Um, so like, awesome.
0: if it was me on my honeymoon, I would totally want to see that. But mm-hmm. like, we're going to Disneyland, so we're gonna be in LA, and I really want to go see the Museum of Death, also. So, right. Just to give you some perspective.
1: Right. Now I can definitely understand where you <laughs> why you love certain podcasts.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. So I'm a comes. morbid human being. So, they started out, so Rome was all over the place, taking over all of everything, and Ro- Rome, the Roman Empire did <clears throat> expand to France. And they got all the way up there? They did. They got all the way up there.
1: For those of you listening, I'm bad with history. I'm bad with pretty much anything, but yes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all the way up there. Cool. Way up in that France. So... While they're up there, they're, like, building shit and stuff. So they want to to get things to build with. Well, Mm -hmm. it turns out the city of Paris, as, like, as it is right now, and, Mm -hmm. like, location there, it sits on top of a large amount of limestone. Okay. So the catacombs are actually mine tunnels. Interesting. So they mined out, like some ridiculous like 200 miles it's like 180 to 200 miles worth of tunnels where they were just collecting stones and this stone is actually stuff that went on to build like the cathedral of notre dame and the louvre and like big important i was gonna
1: say the louvre's involved here i know it
0: big important buildings like that (laughs) um so those have been there for like a bajillion years because rome was a long time ago so, the, as we know, the catacombs right now, they're underground ossuaries, and an ossuary is a chest box well building or site made to serve as a final resting place. So, they were not originally intended to be a mass grave, which is what it is right now, mm-hmm. um, in certain sections of it. Um, the entire, like, 200 miles of it is not full of bodies, but there are the bodies of over 6 million people in there.
1: That's a lot of people. So... I'm sure you're gonna to get to this. How how do they pick and choose who goes down there? Is it just like a raffle? Is it, <laughs> if, if you're high nobility, do you death get to raffle, go down? Woohoo. Death raffle. Um, Different than a death rattle. There, so no. Um, okay.
0: After Rome fell, um, there was like everyone was like, "Hey, it's France, let's take it." Um, there was Frankish invasions. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> this, city of Paris was originally on the left bank of the river that goes through that I cannot remember what it is called right now for the life of me. Um, It was not doing so great, so they were like, "Mm, let's go to the right bank. Mm -hmm. The right bank was more marshy. Um, Mm -hmm. There were These tunnels go out throughout the whole city of Paris, so there were tunnels on both sides. Mm -hmm. Um, So they built Paris kind of like up on the higher ground, which meant that the cemetery was also up at the higher ground. So instead of having the cemetery on the outskirts of town which where is where it was in the previous I, I don't Paris one, I don't know. Um when it <laughs> Paris was on, prime, when it was on the other side, <laughs> it was on like the outskirts of town. Okay. Whereas now it's kind of like in the middle um by the church. Um so you've got this graveyard, cemetery um that is and there's a difference between a graveyard and a cemetery actually. Is there? Okay. Um, A graveyard is with a church. A cemetery is not.
1: Okay, so if you ha- have no religion, you would go to...
0: No, like, a graveyard is location-wise with a church.
1: Also, you're saying, like, it, it, like let's just say for all of our atheist listeners out there, they could get buried next to a church and it'd still be...
0: I mean, like, probably. they Probably. Would, I mean, they'd be in a graveyard as opposed to a cemetery. Okay. So, like, where you drive around town here, and we are in Boise, mm-hmm. there are cemeteries throughout town... that are not, like, there is not a church on that location with them. They are a cemetery. Gotcha. Um,
1: Okay, good to know. Didn't know that.
0: Right, so the tunnels were dug originally to consolidate all of these mines that the Romans had dug all over. Okay. Um, So they're underneath this huge area of land there. They move the Hmm. town to the right bank, uh, high ground, blah, blah, blah. Um, Eventually it grows landowners start to kind of like fill in the marshier areas so that they can use it. So it's like the city has grown around where it was. So it's like the cemetery is like kind of in the middle of the town and it ends up being like right next to one of the prime markets, like one of the primary well, markets. I was going to
1: say the town market, nothing
0: yeah. says let's go shop here.
1: <laughs> then right next to it.
0: Um, so one of the, <clears throat> the principal cemetery or graveyard it, place with dead people that we're gonna talk about is, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I have terrible French. Um, it was centered around St. Etienne, St. Etienne Church. Okay. Um, and that, if I'm remembering correctly, I believe the cemetery that was there was called Les Renaissance Les, Les Cénicions. It translates to like Saint Innocents, basically. Okay. Um, I have terrible French. I am not French. It's okay. I am also not (laughs) French, so I will not judge you on it. (laughs) Um, and that was at Notre Dame de Bois Church, which was the one that was located next to the principal marketplace. And by 1130 AD, that was already full of dead people. Like, there was a plague where within, like, five weeks there was just a shit ton of corpses
1: which plague was this uh bubonic okay good old black death yep
0: um the hundred years war was still going on so that was like people were dying there and
1: that lasted for 105
0: years right Uh, yeah it did not last for 100 (laughs) years someone was bad at counting okay um
1: so so we've got war and we've got plague
0: yeah there's war plague there's also people just like dying and...
1: We're two horsemen away.
0: <laughs> um, well, that's, that's coming up. So that's there's awful. also people just dying, like, of not being alive anymore because they're old and, you know, just general, like, death. Right. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many bodies in the, these cemeteries that are in the middle of Paris okay. that it smells awful. The air is contaminated. The soil is contaminated. The water is contaminated.
1: Um, oh, so they were burying people? Like they weren't even look? I mean, this is way back long ago. I don't think they were really thinking about their supplies. But I, you'd assume that they wouldn't want to bury them next to like where they're getting water, or yeah, no, this. Oh shoot! They did
0: not think ahead there. Um, mm. That like sanitation was not great in that time, anyways.
1: Right, because they used they were dumping their stuff out on the streets. Uh, if I yeah. yeah,
0: so there's just this huge influx of corpses right next to the marketplace. So imagine you're like going to the grocery store <laughs> and some there's lovely just flowers, like flowers
1: cuz I just don't want to smell the shit in the city anymore. Well, but see
0: that's the problem is that like the plants were dying. Oh. Um, there was winemakers where if their oh, if yeah. their their casks were outside, it would turn to vinegar. Like if it was outside for too long exposed to the air. tapestry um, makers, their their products would change color. Oh my um, gosh. The perfumeries could not sell anything because nothing overpowered the stench of Paris. Like, it was just death city.
1: So I shouldn't go to a honeymoon in Paris. Well, it's not like that anymore. Right. I mean, but uh but that's, that's horrible. I never would have thought of it, like, actually just taking over. Was, like, the, that all of, like, all of Paris? I mean, not all of Paris, but, like... Pretty much. Pretty much the central location mm-hmm. of Paris was just...
0: Okay. So... They're trying to get rid of these corpses, okay. and with the advent of Christianity, they were like, well, we can't cremate people anymore. Everyone has to have, like, a proper Christian, Catholic, whatever the hell they were, burial mm. in the ground, blah, blah, okay. blah. But there was so many bodies that there's, there's like, rumors where it's not confirmed, but that instead of, like, they'd have the funeral, they'd be in the coffin, blah, 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 that would be over a mass grave, like, a, ma- a pit that was just a mass grave. And there would be a trapdoor in the bottom of the coffin. After the ceremony, body would just fall in a pit, Because it got to the point where they were digging up graves and to put more people in them. So cemeteries and graveyards, whatever, just became pits.
1: I don't know, like, so they just straight burials. down, and after the ceremony, after they had a proper thing, they would just basically... Boop, That's right. how I
0: imagine. Okay. Like, it was... <sighs> there were... Just, Wrong level! Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, they were basically so desperate to, like, fit people into the ground that they were digging up old graves, filling them with new people. Um, so it's just, like, not how you want to get new neighbors. Um, right. <laughs> um, also, there it was rumored that grave diggers were dismembering the corpses and burying the torsos and then oh. cremating just, like, the piles of arms and legs. Okay. Um, just to make more room, which I think the, the fact that they were like, oh, we can't cremate them. That's exactly this is awful. Thinking. That's
1: so But we can dismember them because they're like, they're more like a Mr. Potato Head where we can just like, boop, 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 boop. They're good to go. Which I mean, maybe
0: that has something to do with like, oh, the soul is in the torso. I don't know. That doesn't get, <laughs> I wasn't there. It doesn't make sense. So. Okay. Going back to this primary, uh, one that we're going to talk about, the St. Innocent's to make room for more bodies, they end up exhuming a ton of remains and packing them into, like, the roofs and walls in these, like, galleries that they were building around the cemetery walls. So they're basically digging up dead people. And making them a wall? And putting them just, like, in a shed to put new dead people in the ground. Okay. And, and by put new dead people in the ground, I mean put them in a, a, a mass grave which is what it has turned into. Um, oh. That central burial ground was a large mound of earth that had centuries of remains, as well as the remains of the Hotel Duas Hospital. Duas? Du? Hotel du? <laughs> That The hospital and the morgue. Okay.
1: Um,
0: and this was a cemetery that was in the worst condition. Uh, the, there was a soap maker who shared an adjacent wall with the cemetery. Okay.
1: Right, I feel like I already know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Um,
0: the basement, so the entire city of Paris has all of these mines under it. So it's it's been incredibly undermined, where not only is it like struggling mm. to support the weight of Paris, it's struggling to support the weight of all of the bodies that have been put in the ground. Because like, oh. a lot of people were dying in Europe. Right, I mean, the, you know, good old... (laughs) And this has been going on for hundreds of years.
1: Black Death sure did a lot of Uh work.
0: And if you, like, this cemetery has been overflowing since 1130. Okay. And this is now where we've gotten up to, like, the 18th century. So 1700s, it's still really full. Um, And the earth is like, God, this is heavy. So, like, things are starting to collapse there's this oh this poor little soap maker that lives, or has his shop, I assume they probably live there too, um, adjacent to this cemetery, and a basement wall collapses under the weight of all of the remains on the other side of it, and it just, like, a cascade of human remains into their basement.
1: Oh! Oh! Like... Is there insurance for that nowadays? Like, I feel like I'm there sorry. probably wasn't a lot of insurance back there, then at all. Right. I think about today, though, if there's <laughs> just a wave of corpses like, oh, hello.
0: yeah, that, I, that shit would get you is haunted that a, so fast. Is that considered like an act of God? <laughs> right.
1: They're like, man, Phil sure <laughs> fucked up today. Uh,
0: maybe. I, so and that that happened um, somewhere around. So it's the date that I was able to find okay. was May 31st. It was either like 1777 or 1780. Um at this time has happened.
1: That's good. Other
0: things. So in a little bit in the future, okay. um, contributing to lots of corpses, we will have the French Revolution and the Reign of Terror.
1: Right. Um oh, man.
0: Those were not great times for keeping people alive. So mass grave, wall collapsy Um people were falling into graves because the ground just it was so contaminated that it did, like, there was no structure whatsoever. Okay. Um, it was not a good time to walk around. Um, yeah, that's, so, in the 18th century, they were like, this is not super great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they condemned these cemeteries that were within the city and they built three new ones, like, on the outskirts of town where a cemetery should have been at that time. That's like,
1: nice. they realized this is full. Um, <laughs> we should make that, okay?
0: I feel like that was too little too late because that didn't. Like, that doesn't fix the problem of there being too many. That just stops there from being more. Um, So they condemn all of these ones. They ban new burials in these places. Um, Yeah, it's close to public... The cemeteries are close to the public, period. Burials are banned within the city walls. Um, Which, I mean, is only moderately helpful because they still have this problem. Right. Um, These conditions are not super great for being healthy in, which, you know, leads to more people dying, which Mm -hmm. leads to having more dead people to put places. Mm -hmm. So in 1782, it was proposed that they would take the dead from these cemeteries that were in the town, Mm -hmm. and they would move them to the subterranean passages that, as we know right now, are the catacombs of Paris. Um, So it was kind of, like, tossed around until 1985, it was 1985, Jesus Christ, 1785 and then that was when it was made a law so they started removing um these remains via like wagon covered wagon trains basically and it became like a nightly thing where these wagons that so the covering was black cloth so these black covered wagons in the middle of the night would take the remains from like Mm -hmm. saint innocence and take them Through their little whatever wagon train blah 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 to a well that was dug over where they were going to deposit them into the um, the passageways and so they would be dumped down this well okay Um, and so priests would accompany this and like pray for the souls of these people that their corpses are being desecrated as they're moved from their final resting spot Which most of them had probably been moved from their final resting spot several times over because they just kept, like, they were playing, like, musical chairs with where they were trying to put people. Um, I would not recommend that. And this took over two years to move all of these remains.
1: I'm surprised they did that in two years.
0: Well, this was, like, a nightly thing.
1: Right. But, like, this is centuries. Of bodies. Like, I mean, (laughs) sure, they decomposed, but there's a lot of them.
0: Yeah, there's over 6 million people that are interred in the catacombs of Paris. Right.
1: And you said something earlier, I, 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 if you don't mind my interrupting, thing, um, you mentioned how they were banned from going to these sites. So were there any kind of, not necessarily revolts, but, like, people being, I am um, going to say discontent, that's not the word I'm looking for, though, where, like, they couldn't go and, like, pay homage to, like, Lost ones. That I didn't find anything
0: of people being unhappy that they couldn't go into those cemeteries anymore.
1: I mean, am sure it bad. I'm sure they were fine. I think that
0: the conditions were so bad that people probably weren't, that wasn't their main focus. Right. Um, I'm sure there probably were people that were upset, but mm-hmm. if they weren't making a fuss about it, if they were. Okay. Um, so until 19, 1810, the catacombs were basically just bone repositories.
1: Okay.
0: Like, these remains had just been dumped in there and left. Um, Well, that's not necessarily true. Not dumped in there and left. They had been dumped in there and then added to. Um, So it wasn't, like, you asked earlier, it was like, well, who goes in there? It was basically everybody. They took all of these remains and moved them out. Um, And this there's people from, that were, excuse me, killed during the French Revolution are buried there. Um, Robespierre, his decapitated body, is in the Catacombs of Paris.
1: Uh, so is so, that know a lot about him? Can you just give a brief, uh,
0: brief He was a main player in the French Revolution not on the people's side. So if you've seen Les Mis, which you should because it's a musical and you should see it. Yeah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not the guy you root for. Okay. Um, I don't remember if he has like a super like oh, Les Mis rope pierre but in the grand scheme of the french revolution okay um he so, was not the one he was
1: against people and lost so to speak
0: uh yes and no so like where you have like the reign of terror where people are like beheading people blah blah blah, blah. Oh yeah. just going like,
1: to their house and just grabbing them
0: i mean he was he was like yeah let's behead people he, he was cool with that
1: oh he was cool with that okay.
0: um he was not a helpful helpful man for the, the general people of france um that could be wrong, because my memory of French Revolution stuff is a little bit sketchy.
1: And to be fair, that's not what you were talking about today. It's true. Um, <laughs> so, we'll lay off the... I did not quite prepare for that topic. Um, <laughs> and in
0: 1810, one of the like, city planners, or some... I don't remember who it was, but he was like, mm, we could maybe make this a little prettier, make it a tourist attraction. Let's do that. Okay... So he goes in there and he spruces the place up. Um, he like arranges the the skeletons in like really intricate patterns. And like if you look at, at pictures, oh good,
1: John's home. <laughs> there's the garage door. <laughs>
0: um, Thank you. So if you look at pictures, there's really intricate patterns created by just like skulls and femurs. Um, where you can see where they've made, like, crosses and just really, really ornate designs that are just, just so happen to be made out of human remains. So they something else that they did at that time was they decorated it with ornamentation from those previous cemeteries. Or like, what was remaining. Because a lot okay. of that stuff kind of disappeared during the French Revolution. So mm-hmm. it was what, they, what was still there. Um, when they... Moved these bodies down there. They put a sign that I've seen a couple different versions of it um, uh-huh. One is, is like stop uh, Here lies the Empire of death another is stop. This is the Empire of the Dead So just kind of like trying to prevent people from being like let's go walk around in here um, That was before they made it into a like a touristy thing Um so, I guess good for them for enterprising, whatever.
1: Right, and I want to know the person who they decided to hire to do all this. Like, think of that, the... Like, <laughs> the thing about business proposition, right? Like, we're going to make this tourist attraction and we're going to have someone to turn these bodies into art.
0: I think it was one of the city planners. I feel like he was, like, super instrumental in that. And he had it organized into... So that, like, it wasn't just, like, oh, stacks of bones, blah, blah, blah. Like, there were certain rooms that were, like, and these are the minerals that can be found under Paris. And here is a room right. of skeletal deformities.
1: Right. And so, like, they went through these very carefully. Like, both is like, grossed out and, like, that's smart. Because they have the resources really available mm-hmm. they don't really have to pay for them. They just use the... Uh, yeah. Uh, t- Ew.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's weird to think about. <laughs> it really is. Um... So just some, that's how the catacombs of Paris, as we know today, came to be. Uh, some interesting tidbits, I thought, was during World War II, both the French resistance and the Nazis were had, like, bases in the catacombs.
1: Whoa. So
0: the Nazis had a bunker, like a secret bunker. In the
1: catacombs? And
0: the French all, resistance also used that. So they
1: fought in the Empire of the Dead, so to
0: speak? No, like, they didn't interact. I didn't find anywhere that was like, oh, they, they interacted in these catacombs. That's like, even they crazier. Were...
1: So they were both in there uh-huh. and never knew that the other per, other that's, group was.
0: That's what it seems like to me. Like, and that's I think that can speak to
1: how how vast it is.
0: Vast it is but also, like these, it's very maze-like and it's very easy to get lost in. Mm. Um, it's currently like it's illegal to go down there without the a an official guide because it is so dangerous. And, so there's, and there's there's lots of entrances like they keep finding more entrances via like manhole covers and just like random places that end up leading to we're the catacombs
1: st- we're still discovering how to get into these catacombs or out still well, to Well, I day. mean there
0: are mine tunnels that are all over the city. So right. and it's they they're the passageways are also like always collapsing too. So I mean, creating new openings, finding new ways to get through,
1: the, I don't know. Well, stuff I, like and that. I just find that spectacular, just <laughs> how, like, that's crazy, the fact that we that we haven't found everything in there yet. Oh, yeah. After centuries.
0: Um, so. We're a little over. Of course, sorry. where anything is illegal to do things, there's going to be people that want to do it. And right. especially something like this where there's not a whole lot known about it and there's so much of it that's undiscovered. There is a, so they're referred to as uh, cataphile, like they they refer to them as cataphile, or um, like in English, the way it's written looks like cataphiles, so these are urban explorers that go down into the catacombs um, on their own and just do whatever, they walk around, they look at stuff. And I watched several videos of people, like urban explorers, going down into the catacombs and walking around. Mm-hmm. And there's really ornate artwork that's been painted there. There's, like, small sculptures that have been made. Um, I watched one one video of a guy that was walking through, and they walked through some people that were just hanging out, listening to music. Um,
1: so I'm assuming either this is legal or... No, it is not. It's not? It's not
0: legal because there' so there's only two miles of the catacombs that are open to the public mm. and the rest of it is not legal to be in and this is where those people
1: are going and the other making videos like isn't this incriminating or do they just go underneath an alias and not fully show their faces I don't know
0: um the videos that I saw were
1: you get like a specialized like, permit to go no in.
0: they I mean they were with people that had that had been into the catacombs many times, so they, that's who they were using as their guide. Okay. Um, part of it could also be that like, they were foreigners, so they weren't native to France, so I don't know if they could prosecute them for, I don't know. I don't know okay. what the, the legal Just deal curious, with that is. Just curious, since you mentioned that, there's, a there's lots of videos of, of urban explorers going through the catacombs, which they're, they're really interesting to watch. Um, but the catacombs are also like, super full of water um, a lot of the times they were, like, walking through, like, knee-deep water.
1: Well, I'm thinking, like, all the there's, water in the streets and stuff has well, to Well, yeah, there's, and there's,
0: um, like, swimming pools. Um, I mean, not like, oh, we right. made a swimming pool here, yeah. but, like, there's large, a over here large areas of water that people use as swimming pools. There was a while back where it was so hot in France that people were, like, trying really, really hard to get into the catacombs because it stays, like, 57 degrees down there. Uh degrees I'm
1: this Fahrenheit. Is
0: Fahrenheit. Yes. yes. Um I did go through and 57 Kelvin. Uh, no. Whoops. I, <laughs> I did go through and calculate everything to Fahrenheit. Cool. Um
1: because like Sorry, while I, our non-American listeners.
0: You have Google figured out. <laughs> I did. Um because it was not in Fahrenheit. And I was like, well, I know like empirically what this is supposed to mean, but this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to my brain. So I made it make sense. Sure. Um but so, yeah, people have parties down there, um, mm. hang out, spend a lot of time making art. There was, they discovered a movie theater with a fun, fully functional bar down there.
1: Um, like a speakeasy, even?
0: Kind of. And okay. then when they went back to shut it down, the only thing that was left was a note that said, you'll never find us.
1: Oh, it's kind of rigged. So, yeah. It's, <laughs> that's also kind of very pompous thing. Like, you'll never catch me.
0: It's weird. <laughs> Um, and I think recently they found, uh, a brewery down there that had, I want to say it had, like, fallen from the city above, um, like, a bajillion years ago. But, like, they found it, and it was, like, in super good shape, because I've been touched forever, blah, blah, blah. Part of the reason why it is illegal to tour them without a guide is because they are, like, how likely it is that they will collapse. Like, they're okay. just super dangerous, um... And also because of how easy it is to get lost.
1: Uh-huh.
0: There is one marked grave in the catacombs, mm-hmm. and that is the grave of Philibert Aspart, Asparte. Um, he was a doorkeeper at one of the hospitals. the mm, French name. Okay. Um, he was oh. lost in the catacombs in 1979. 1970, 1793. um, There we go. Not exactly sure what was going on. They think that he may have been drunk and was just wandering around in there. Okay. Um, He was discovered 11 years later. His body had been completely skeletalized. He was um, identified based on his key ring as he was the doorman for this hospital. That is what um, they figured out who he was. Um, Dang. And... He, I've seen several reports that he was just, like, several meters away from an exit, but he couldn't see it in the dark.
1: That's heartbreaking. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh.
0: So he is referred to as the patron saint and protector of urban explorers. Um, so that's, the thing is that, like, his spirit is still down there trying to help protect people from his fate. Uh, which is just, yeah. it's so sad, especially to be so close to an exit. Um, if you were to go to, to the catacombs today, you can see about, or there's 1.5 kilometers that are open, and a tour is 45 minutes. Like, you walk down um, 130 steps, and then to get back up to the street level, it's 83 steps. And yeah, but it stays about 57 degrees in there. It's open Tuesday through Sunday from 10 to 8.30, and a ticket is only like $15. So, like, so if I was there, I, that's uh, American dollars. Um, if I was there, I would totally go see that. They don't let people in more than 200 at a time. And they like, if you look through their website, it like recommends that people that are like super sensitive and easily spooked don't go down there because I mean, it's, uh, it's corpses. Cool. Yeah. There's a lot. (laughs) I mean, if they are
1: spirits, they're bound to be a numerous amount.
0: Yeah. And with where you have these people that like go in and explore on their own, there's lots of people that go in and explore and don't come back, right?
1: Because um, they didn't find that patron saint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't there to help them
0: out. So there was a whole shit ton of history with this, but like yeah, it sounds like I, it. I, it was super interesting. It's so, very interesting. So to get to like the paranormal stuff, um, it's been there's been reports of hearing the walls talk. Uh, Disembodied voices trying to lure people further into the catacombs, encouraging them to get lost. Um, There's rumors of cultists that steal bodies from the catacombs, or no, they steal steal bodies from morgues and bring them to the catacombs to perform uh, dark rituals. They have the Um, catacomb, though. Yes. I mean... I mean, that's where, like, the location they're performing the rituals. But they're taking, like, like a newly dead person.
1: And, oh, okay.
0: So they're taking a body from a morgue. Um, there's also, like, rumors that, like, there's the remains of sacrificial murder victims in the catacombs.
1: I mean, I could believe that easily enough. With how vast it is, if you wanted mm-hmm. to get away with, like, crimes and stuff. Well, I mean, or... if the
0: Nazis and the French resistance had bases down there and never...
1: Saw each other? Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, the Nazi bunker is still there. I watched another video where they like walked through it, and that, that one was like a documentary, so I assume they had permission. Actually, right. maybe they didn't, because they definitely <laughs> had to jump some fences to get down there. Oh, okay. Um, YouTube it though; it's it's cool to like watch them walk through and then not actually. Do have you them.
1: have a? I'm sure we'll find a link. We'll put it in there.
0: <laughs> I watched several videos, so if you just like Google catacombs oh, okay. of Paris, it gotcha. it comes up with good stuff. Um, I don't remember what year this was, but there was two teenage boys that went exploring in the catacombs, as you do. Uh, they were lost for three days. They did not come prepared for a three-day stay.
1: Sure. So, like, so they, were...
0: they didn't bring water. they like, the batteries in their flashlight run out. They didn't have food. They weren't dressed to be in 57-degree weather for three days with water.
1: So how they get Like, found? standing
0: water. Um, so there is, it seems like there is a, like, a police team that, Patrols. I, I, I want
1: to. I would assume as much. I don't
0: think "patrols the catacombs" is the Security. right word, but it's like they have a, like a specialized group of the police that does deals with like the,
1: we are the like catacombs. stuff in the
0: catacombs. Because um, like those are the people okay. that like found the, um, the movie theater and like went to shut it down and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, so they find these boys after three days and they're dehydrated. They're hypothermic. Um, it was 57 they found so. them with dogs. So like scent dogs. Oh, I thought I, they found them. I have
1: a puppy here. I, they found, found them with a dog. A, sorry, I also have a dog. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, so they found, they used dogs to track them and find them. Uh-huh. Um, so after 72 hours, they finally find them and the boys are so terrified. They will not
1: talk about what happened. Do you think it's... Because of the experience itself, something they ran into, See, probably a little bit of both. That's the thing know. we don't know. Right. It mm. could be
0: lots of things. Um, yeah. un, unexplained sounds will show up on recordings, like audio recordings or visual recordings.
1: Like like a thunk or like a whisper um, or like a the, It
0: varies a lot. Okay. Just like weird. There's a fairly well-known video that was recovered by some... Uh, cataphiles or cataphile, um, urban explorers in like 1990, 1991 ish. Um, and I watched the video and it's weird. So this guy, Mac, stop that. Mac is a cat. I'm not yelling at a human. Um, this guy, an urban explorer, he's got his camcorder. So I don't, you don't ever actually like see him because okay. he's looking at the stuff that's around him. Right. He's going through and he comes across these really bizarre looking symbols and, and images that are painted onto the catacombs. Like they're creepy looking.
1: Like they're not like, are they runes? Are they just more like picturesque like caveman they're, kind of? They're weird.
0: It's, I don't know, it's like a weird kind of pictorial. I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Okay. It's it's creepy. Um, if you search, like, video, men lost in Paris, I'm sure it will come up. Um, and I think there was a documentary done shortly after this was found that used the, the footage as well. But so he finds these symbols, and it's really weird. And throughout this section of the video, like, he starts to get more and more panicked. And so you can just hear him, like, he's freaking out. Breathing heavy. He's, and... His breathing starts to speed up, and you can hear, like, his, the way that he's talking. He's really, really worried. Yeah. Uh, and then he drops his camera and sprints off into the dark. And as far as we know, he never got out.
1: So how do we find the camera?
0: Um, some other urban explorers found the camera. After he drops it and runs off, there's just, <sighs> like, freaky. hours of <sighs> nothing on the footage. <laughs>
1: Jeez, I just got the heebie-jeebies out of that. <laughs> or so, some people say goose prickles. Ew. Uh, that's a so weird to say it.
0: Since there was a documentary that was recorded shortly after, some people are like, oh, no, this was just a hoax by the documentary, blah, blah, blah. But uh, r- I, Rational
1: thought. I mean, I mean, I can
0: see why you would think that, but I also feel like it's totally reasonable that something weird would happen down there and a the guy would freak out and run off and get lost.
1: Yeah, you, got, you said six million bodies have the buried over in that area. There's a lot of spirits around or cultists, well, I've, that's a thing
0: that many or murder people, I mean, even the people that were like directly buried in the catacombs, there is so many of those people that were removed from their original resting places. So if you want to look at it that way, there's like at least several million spirits of people from disturbed resting places that maybe they're not super happy about what happened. Maybe they don't like having their, you know, their skull as part of like an art exhibit. Like you
1: leave my femur alone.
0: I mean, yeah. Like, maybe people don't like that. Maybe they feel like their their remains are being disrespected or whatever. Right. But right. like they're, I f- even if you don't believe in that kind of stuff, like the energy there must be really.
1: Intense. Oh yeah, I could I can imagine because I don't think there's probably nothing that even comes close to that many potential spirits in a. I mean, it's Paris, so it's still uh, expansive. I mean,
0: there's catacombs in other cities, and I don't. I don't know how many people um, right. were buried when Vesuvius went off. So I imagine there's wow. probably that, like, yeah. and I mean, that's, that's like several thousand, several thousand, several hundred years of, like, dead bodies that are in the catacombs. Right, so. but I only think
1: a couple places could maybe, yeah, could, could contest that many. Probably. Possible spirits and the, oh, man, that's freaky.
0: Um. And it's, it's believed that if you go far enough into the catacombs, you will find the gates of hell. So you will, it's said that you will pass through the realm that no human should enter, and you will f- go through the gates of hell.
1: Okay. Uh, remind me, Dante, uh, when he wrote, uh, you know, the, um, what's the, uh, the Divine World. Comedy, thank mm-hmm. you. Is, was he, was he French? Because when I have Dante's Inferno, I have it written in Italian.
0: I, I do not think he was French.
1: Because um, I'd be curious to know if he was near that area, because it you know would be interesting. I mean, I know <laughs> I know that that's doesn't talk about getting there. I don't think through the catacombs, but he was Italian. He was Italian. Okay, then probably not. Let's went for a visit.
0: And he he was born in Italy and died in Italy, so he okay. could have visited there. Um, actually, you know what? <laughs> the catacombs were not a thing when he died.
1: So okay, he, he, so no, you no, don't have to worry about that. He definitely
0: could have visited Paris while it was a shithole, um, mm. with just, like, festering terribleness everywhere, because he died in 1321, and the, the cemeteries were over full by 1130. So, he definitely could have been there and been like, oh, this is gross, um... I don't know how that would have played into anything, but...
1: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, just a curious thought I had, since you mentioned, like, the gates of hell.
0: Yeah. Okay. And so that's... I think that's kind of where, um... Like, Philibert's spirit comes in, is, like, he's trying to prevent people from crossing that, that barrier that humans... Into the realm that humans should never cross to go to the gates of hell. Like, he's trying to save them from whatever happened to him.
1: He's, like, the opposite of the guy for the River Styx. Kind of, I don't yeah. want you to go here. He's like,
0: <laughs> I would really like you to just go home. <laughs> Okay. Um, but also, like, if you're not super squeamish, look up pictures. Like, if you don't have an issue looking at like skulls and femurs, look up pictures of the catacombs because the designs that they have been arranged into are really beautiful. Huh. Like in a really weird way. Like it is. It's just like somebody. You can tell that a lot of care was taken into how they were arranged.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: So that's, cool. That's what the fuck I was talking about.
1: Man. Yeah. You talked <laughs> about some. <ugh. laughs> I'm going to bed eventually, (laughs) like, you know, not, that was fun. That was, that was crazy. I definitely have, that was a ride. I have heart palpitations. Yeah, there was, that's weird. I talked about falling into the
0: earth and you talked about literally falling (laughs) falling into into the the earth earth. because it's contaminated with, that was odd coincidence. (laughs) That's fun though. But it was like, if that's something that interests you, definitely look into the catacombs of Paris more because it was very interesting. Um, that. Maybe don't watch videos of people walking through the catacombs at, like, 1130 at night. Okay. That was not the greatest
1: thing. Wait, you don't think that's a way to start my, like, da-da-da, or, like, end my day. You know what? It's been a hard day. Let's watch some catacomb videos.
0: I mean, I definitely did that. It's like everyone else in the house was asleep. <laughs> I think You're someone t- was out back. So it was just like this every now and then I would hear someone talking in the backyard and I'm watching, like, weird, dark videos. And it was it was, it was was scary.
1: To be fair, that's, like, your daily pastime.
0: It's true. It is. <laughs> okay so shall we roll for next episode
1: let's do it all right let's do it so here it goes this is where we just get a roll with it right yep yeah.
0: just roll with it so i have Do-do-do-do. right That's here in my hands a super cool uh psionic combat dice from Havsies.
1: Ooh. Right, this hopefully. is where you can do our dice, dice plugs too for it. if you want to hopefully dice. it will be nice
0: to me okay so i got a four
1: it's true she does she did get a four
0: uh, can I have my notebook?
1: You, you can. Yeah, I'm sure you'll, you need that. There I you go.
0: Cool. All right. So I have a feeling that this is science. It is. This, nope. Just kidding. History and education.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> you can already did that. <it. laughs> Fine. Okay. History and education. Um. All right. That's me then. So let's see. I got, oh. D8 coming through. Whoop! You got a 7. No! no. Did we get it again? Current events! <laughs> oh, current events!
0: Yep. Oh, was like, I got entertainment again? Okay, current events. So current events is something that has happened within the past month. And that can be past anywhere month.
1: in the world. Okay, there's a lawsuit that's happened already this past month. Yep. Holy crap. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was already right overwhelmed by entertainment. Well, Okay. there you go. Current events it is. Well... This This was fun, fun, yeah. Yeah, it was a great start for those of you listening here or for those of you coming back from however long we've been going.
0: (laughs) Tune in next time to find out what the fuck we're going to talk about next time. Goodbye. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.